0: We're heading out to the Pacific Coast today to catch a wave and some great sports history with Dan Cisco, author of the book, California Sports Astounding. And it is astounding with some great history and some great talk with a great author. Dan Sisko's in the pig pen talking his book in California sports here in just a moment. This is a Sports Jersey Dispatch podcast, an audio designed in the preserving of sports history by the uniforms, jerseys, and sweaters worn, as well as the iconic players that made them legendary. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of sports through the gear that the participants wore. In other words, a dispatch of sports history through jerseys. Hello, my sports friends. This is Darren Hayes of Pigskindispatch.com and jerseydispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your portal to all things good in sports history. And we really have a treat for you today in this episode, because we have a guest that's wrote a book on California sports history in a very unique and entertaining way. His name is Dan Cisco, and we will welcome him in now. Dan, welcome to the Pig Pen.
1: Hey, th- hey, thanks a lot, Darren. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I'm way out here in, in California, and uh, but um, yeah, I just finished a, a new book. It's it's actually called uh, California Sports Astounding, and it's a history of sports uh, in California from statehood uh, till now. And I tried uh, maybe I was a, a bit foolish about this, but I, I did include 65 sports. And there's probably another 20 or 30 I didn't even get around to. But uh, the main thing was to preserve the history, uh, have fun with it. And it's got the Olympics and high school, college, uh, pro. It's got a little bit of everything. Yeah.
0: Well, okay, you you just uh probably stymied me and the audience. We're all taking our our shoes off to count up tr- trying to come up with 65 different sports and more than 65. So this this should be interesting. I I'm, I'm, I can't wait to get into this a little bit here. Now, you said that uh, you started from statehood of California till now. now so what year did uh, California become a state just for a little history lesson here?
1: Uh, it was 1850 and um I had to look at uh, periodicals, newspapers from that era, and to see when they mentioned recreation, uh, amusements, sports, things like that. So I was really trying to find uh, the first appearance of each of these sports. When did they make a debut in California and where and, and California is so large, I mean, I had to get my map out Thank and you. and work with it side by side. But that was kind of the goal, because it, it's too complex to uh, tackle pre-statehood California. That's, that's way, way out there. But I thought this might be of value. Um, and, you know, I think every state should have a, a sports book. You know, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, you know, how did it all start? And, you know, you've got a lot of people there that would be interested in that. So this is just a small uh, contribution to American sports history. Um, and that's how, how it got going. Well, well, we certainly love
0: uh, the preservation of sports history. That's what we're all about, and that's what the listeners love and what they enjoy, too. So we, we really appreciate it, and we're going to appreciate this conversation. So I guess maybe to, to kick us off here, maybe we can talk a little bit about you. What happened in your life to get you interested in sports to the point of writing a book about California sports?
1: Oh, boy. Uh, you know, I was a sports fan from uh, from being a little kid, you know, like from day one. I would read the sports section, throw out the rest of the newspaper. <laughs> I was reading the sporting news, <laughs> I don't know, at the age of seven or eight whatever. So I was a sports fan from day one, and I've always enjoyed watching it and participating in it. Uh, in it. And um, it kind of went from there. Uh, my career uh, was um, as a librarian for the federal government. So I kind of meshed those two things I love doing research, I love finding out new things and preserving history. So I brought in that librarianship and that sports uh interest together and that was that's what kind of enabled me to pull off the project. Of course, with this is the work with uh, of a lot of people but uh my name's on there on the front and thankfully I had a, a great supporting cast. So
0: well, yeah, I can tell because uh, you've had a lot of great work in here and uh, your, your acknowledgement page is uh, outstanding. You really talk about a lot of folks there that you're, you're willing to thank. And I know from, uh, you know, contact with your publicist uh, who got us in touch here and, and sent us a copy of your book. And uh, we, we're thankful for that, too, to get set us up to help. Have an educated conversation with you about it. And uh, it's really interesting and uh, especially it's really unique the way you set it up. And uh, just for the the readers, uh, Dan has set it up not so much chronologically, but it's by date of the year. And he goes, you know, takes you all over the the t- history timeline uh, by starting in January and working your way towards the back. Now, how, how did you come up with that concept of setting up the book?
1: Well, you know, initially I wanted to, um, you know, just do a 365-day entry. And then, of course... <laughs> <laughs> I I like, okay, let's get realistic. That's way, way, way too big, way too complicated. So I just decided to tackle each month and see what each month had to offer. And if it was March, then I went into March and just tried to find, well, what sports were happening at that time? Which sports? And there's a lot of minor sports which had never been documented before. And and how did they start? And they might've popped up in March or it could have been in August. So I just tried to tackle it that way. And each month was kind of fun to do because it was like, wow, what's around the corner here? (laughs) And uh, again, California has such a a long history of so many great um, uh, venues and uh, personalities and people and they're all kind of just scattered in the book but the good thing is and we were able to really uh, chronicle a lot of different minor sports and give them credit because again uh the minor sports tend to be minor simply because they're held back uh they may not have the uh financial support but not only that it's it's the history they don't have a an established history that the media can recognize and say, hey, this book, like pickleball, I mean, pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the country. Well, guess guess where the, the national championships are held? Well, they're held in California. And so that's an example of, okay, a sport that originated in the state of Washington made its way to California and now now look at it i mean it's it's crazy in, in a good way i mean it, it's fantastic how that sport has developed and grown and a lot of people enjoy it so
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad you you mentioned pickleball because we're going going back to that question of you saying the 65 sports and, you know, we're all sitting there saying, okay, we know football and baseball and basketball and hockey, soccer, you know, some tennis, some boxing. What are some more of the the unique sports that that you talk about in the book?
1: Well, uh, as an example, um, the sport of triathlon was invented in California. Now, it, the world's first triathlon it was held in France, but America's first triathlon was staged in San Diego, California. So ah. that, that alone, you know, you see how that has grown to be a worldwide phenomenon. So you have sports that are, you know, all these cyclists and then the runners got together and the swimmers got together and then they decided to make an event and it was crazy so they just put on this event not really knowing what they were doing i mean it was was primitive it was nothing like the way it is now with the media coverage and the medical personnel every every mile and you know all the safeguards in there so that, you know that was a really good example of that um i got a question for you um every sure. every state or most of them, at least, have a, an official state sport. Now, what do you think California's official state sport is?
0: Boy, if I was going to guess, the uh, first thing that comes to my mind when I think of California would be like beach volleyball. <laughs>
1: well, well, you're you're close. You're on the beach. You're really close. It has to do with water.
0: Uh, sur- surfing? you got it. Hey! Is it? Is it? Okay. Hey. All right. Yeah, I can can get that. You know, I got the beach boy vibe going here. So
1: so. (laughs) So the interesting thing was that um, surfing and uh, beach volleyball uh, came from Hawaii, of course. That was the birthplace of the sport. But it was introduced in uh, Santa Cruz, California, Northern California. And some Hawaiian princes were uh, on vacation in Santa Cruz. And they decided to go f- f- out for a little adventure on the waves. And that was the very first time surfing was uh, you know, introduced, was spotted, was recorded in the state of California. So it's got a wow. long, long history. Uh, and then beach volleyball came later. Beach volleyball made its way from Hawaii to uh, Southern California specifically Santa Monica, a suburb of Los Angeles, you know, close to L.A. But uh, beach volleyball came and was introduced there and then just spread like crazy throughout the state. And, uh, of course, now America's greatest volleyball players, California dominates in a sport like beach volleyball, water polo, things like that.
0: Yeah. yeah, Interesting. Now, I sit there and I was looking at the map of California on your book here, and it it came to my realization as we're talking, you know, California is probably uh, unique in a way that is a state is so long and so so long north and south that it's got sort of every climate uh, that you could have. It, yeah. More than so than any other state I can think of, um, yeah. you know, you got the sunny beaches of Southern California up to the the mountains and you know great snowstorms. So that probably allows for a wide array of sports and sports history. Uh, you probably have some things about skiing, and I've seen in there. And uh, yeah exa- you know, some, some...
1: exactly the the winter sports um you know we have snowboarding and then we have skiing and um so a lot of that is that's all included in the book uh, just an interesting history because it, you're right i mean uh, you got the sierra nevada mountain range you got world class skiing right there yet you have distance runners that go to the sierra nevada and train at altitude and some of the, some of the uh, America's runners um, uh, train up there year-round. So, you know, that gives us uh, an amazing... Uh, California is amazing that way because you can live in a place like San Diego where I'm at and I can be in the beach. I could be at the beach in maybe 10, 15 minutes. If I go east, I've got desert. So you've got... Um, all that hiking and mountaineering Mount Whitney, of course, uh, up further North, but in, in San Diego, I've got Mexico, 15 minutes away. I've got Los Angeles, a uh, two hours away. So I've got mountains, beach, desert, and everything in between. So yes, it lends itself to that year round participation in sports and um, you know, on a cold day when it gets below 60, okay, we'll watch sports, but basically <laughs> we're like Hawaii. You can you can participate, you can, you can practice your sport year-round, which is amazing. Uh it, it just it just allows a different um uh, dimension to sports. We're not limited uh to the poor guy. Uh, who lives in a Northern state, let's say it it might be restricted due to severe weather and cannot do a lot of these sports. Um, One example is um, the state sport of surfing. That's great if you live along the coast, but there's more people that actually skateboard in California. So there was a big push in the state legislature to make skateboarding the official state sport. However, surfing prevailed. And I'm kind of glad it did. But when you talk to people in the central Valley, you talk to people in the Eastern parts of California, those people skateboard, they're not close enough to go to the beach. It would be a several hour. I mean, not everyone can get to the beach, but it's just interesting. So we have something skateboarding and surfing, you can see how they're related. They're board sports. They're and probably s- snowboarding
0: thrown in there too that you talked about earlier. Exactly.
1: That's... Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but to, another sport that came up that was invented here um, was the go kart racing. And that occurred in the parking lot of the Rose Bowl football stadium in Pasadena. So they invented the go-kart number one, and that's where they started testing it and started driving it and trying to make it work. So um, a lot of interesting minor sports or smaller sports, let's say, um, and then, you know, we've got our arm wrestlers here. Arm wrestling is popular here, just like a lot of other places. So yeah, I could give you an alphabetical list, but it might take too long. <laughs> I mean, a, a list of all 65. There's quite a few. So put
0: a quite a, a wide array that you've set for us there. So I appreciate that. And I'm glad you, you wrote about them. When you do your research on something like this, uh, you know, I, I do research all the time. And sometimes you know, you read some things which you expect to find. And sometimes you have those uh those aha moments or those uh those bits of information, it just like, you know, slap you in the head and say, oh my gosh, that, that happened. You know, what was sort of that, the wow factor uh, piece that you found during your research on this book?
1: Oh boy, there was, you know, (laughs) there was, there was quite a few, but I I do remember reading about native Americans uh, in California and um, some of the tribes and groups uh, in the Southern part of the state. And evidently, they were the ones, that's, well, let's put it this way. It was the earliest occurrence I could find for the sport of football. Hmm. And it was 1854, only four years after statehood, and there was an article that I stumbled upon. I mean, I, you know, I was just in that area of my research. And there was some um, military members who had traveled throughout that area, that valley, Tejon Pass, and they reported back that there were some recreational activity going on and that the Indians had... Uh, a very uh, a favorite sport and that was football that was re- that was actually reported in the california press as the one thing that gave them a lot of enjoyment was this sport now keep in mind now this is 4 years after statehood university of california berkeley didn't even introduce football i mean a football program where they're actually playing games that was not until 1886.
0: Yeah, well, the the game of American football, Walter Camp didn't even really create it till 1880. So right, and there was football right. before. So we had soccer and rugby prior yeah. to that. So they're probably Var- playing variance. a form of that being called football.
1: Yeah. Right. So they used the word football in the article, and and you're right. It it, it could very well just be a, a variance of a rugby or some other uh, thing. But it was just interesting that I was I was so happy to get that because I wanted to record um some of uh, our native americans um uh, contributions to sports in california and um so that just popped in there and that was kind of a neat little thing um but yeah the colleges didn't get going till much later i mean the usc trojans came 2 years after cal they, the Trojans didn't start their football program till after so when those college programs were starting they were playing high schools or they were playing community teams you know it was just they would play whoever was around but to give you a, a brief timeline it was UC Berkeley in 1886 uh USC Trojans 2 years later and then Stanford with 1891 and then UCLA came along much later at 19, uh, the year 1919. But it just gradually took hold. And again, the sport, I mean, the state is so big, uh, there could have been small pockets of it, and it may not have been documented that well. So again, I looked at several books trying to find any mention of any recreation or sports or leisure activities Um from 1850 on, and again, there's probably a lot more out there. Uh, that's what that's what I like about this subject. I can easily add uh, several more books on it and just flesh it out and fill in fill in those gaps or add more information to make it more complete. Um, and that'll be good. It'll it'll be good for historians and fans and give everyone a starting point. So if anyone wants to join me, this is a big (laughs) subject. There's plenty of room for everybody. So uh, (laughs) that's what I'm
0: looking for. You you talk about the football. Now, we we just got done in uh, November and December. We did uh, 40 straight days of Rose Bowl history in celebration of the Rose Bowl's 100th anniversary of the stadium. Of course, there's more Rose Bowls on that. Uh, But just really got a good glimpse of uh, because, you know, for a while there, it was a West Coast team against an Eastern team. And then, you know, evolved into the Big Ten. And now it's been sort of morphed into the championship series and everything. But we got to learn a lot about, uh, you know, the Stanford's and Cal's and USC's in their early goings, you know, along with, uh, you know, some of the others like the Occidentals and uh, St. Mary's and some of those, those teams, you know, from... Football pass that uh, was really interesting, and uh, the Rose Bowl really learned a lot. Now we were trying to come up with all kinds of great factoids on the Rose Bowl, but your your go kart one is one that that I missed. I didn't realize that happened because we were trying to find anything that would come with the the stadium. So maybe we'll have to include that next year uh, when we we add on to that. So appreciate that. We'll we'll give you the credit in the book. So um you know you you have you talk um a lot about. Uh, you know, we've talked about football. We've talked about some of the other sports. Uh, we can't uh, go away without mentioning uh, the great basketball tradition, uh, especially in Southern California and especially at uh, one school in particular. And I know you've got a couple excerpts about that and uh, a legendary coach there.
1: That's right. Uh, the UCLA uh, basketball program, of course, for many years were, we're dominating the, um, just college sports they were just so big and so far ahead of everyone at that time. Um, the sport itself made its introduction, made its debut actually in Berkeley. Um, that was the first recorded game that we know of and it was girls basketball. Mm, okay. So that was got pretty rough. Evidently, according to the article, um, but anyway, um, yeah, basketball, such a rich history because San Diego, you know, our contribution, you know, was, you know, Bill Walton. Okay. Well, the Hall of Famer and, and, and all of his accomplishments. But if you go up north, you know, Bill Russell, even though he was born in Louisiana, he came out to California, um, uh, for his college time and University of San Francisco, and then he led them to the NCAA title. And not only that, he was a world-class high jumper. So a lot of people don't know that. He almost chose track (laughs) over basketball. So, um, yeah, he he had quite a career. And and his teammate at uh, University of San Francisco was Casey Jones. And, of course, they got reunited in their pro career as members of the Boston Celtics and of course you know he he won all those nba titles too so yeah it's i mean basketball yeah it's crazy here i mean we've got every every league we got the developmental league uh, you know for the nba you've got high school players that that are just off the charts good but again you know we have 40 million people We have the most, we have 10% or more of the nation's population. So it it makes sense that we're going to have a few more um, elite athletes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, Very interesting. Now, um, Dan, let's talk about, uh, you know, you told us the title of the book, California Sports Astounding. And before we go any further, let's make sure that people uh, know where they can purchase a copy of your book at. Maybe you could uh, give them some avenues for that.
1: Okay. Shameless plug here. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. It is available on Amazon and uh, Barnes and Noble. Uh, I also have a website, um, which is California sports astounding.com. And it's a real detailed website uh, with a lot of background uh, on the book and uh, just sports in general. So people might enjoy looking at that, but definitely, and it's something if they're interested in uh, what a lot of public libraries do, You know, they do take uh, patron requests. And if there's um, a need for the sports books and that collection, a lot of times the li- library will do their best to try to get those books into the collection. And what's great about it nowadays with the internet is that there's interlibrary loan nationwide If there's a book in Philadelphia or, you know, New Jersey or wherever, and I want that book, they can get that book, put in delivery for me. And I have access to a lot of things as a researcher and and you do, too, as a sports historian, um, access to a lot of different materials. But the short answer is um, hey, take a look on Amazon, check it out, uh, read the reviews that are on there. I had um, several scholars um, and athletes write reviews for me. Uh, I'm very grateful for that, and those appear on the Amazon uh, web page as well.
0: Very interesting. Well said, and uh, got a little bit of secret from the the librarians too. So we got yeah. that little secret <laughs> too. So, <laughs> so folks, we can uh, get get more books that way. That's that's always a good thing. Oh yeah. Now, the Dan okay if let's say that uh somebody just uh, was on a desert island for a couple years and they they came came back to society and they meet you and you get to enter you get like uh, a couple minutes to tell them about your book and you can point to one uh post that you have in the book what would you choose and maybe you could tell us uh treat us like that that guy coming off the island
1: oh boy oh there's just there's so there's so many it's hard to choose what I mean, what, so what, what, represents, what represents your book
0: the, the most that would get to catch that person's interest that?
1: Well, I, I think it's just you know, this book covers high school, college, pro, and the Olympics. I mean, you know, California has hosted the Olympics more than any other state. We've hosted the Winter Olympics. Squaw Valley 1960. We've hosted the Summer Olympics, 1932 in Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. 1984 in Los Angeles. And guess what? The 2028 Olympic Games are going to come back to Los Angeles. We're gonna have it for like the third time. So wow. just, just the Olympic history alone is kind of is kind of crazy. Um, but the uh the first Olympic village was built in time for the 1932 Olympics. So I think the Olympic-related stuff is, is very important because it showed America to the world. And uh, you know, as more and more women athletes have finally been given the opportunity to have a career in sports and to train and have the resources, and now you're seeing so many of those, those great athletes Um, make their mark and uh, but yeah i I would just say look at the olympic history and then that'll give you a good a good overview of what's happened in california you know like the x games have been very big in california the espn who started the x games the 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 alternative (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, but also um we have a california State games for the recreational athlete here, so they can participate and compete in Olympic-style sports, men and women. And guess what? I have to mention if I'm going to mention all these women athletes, I've, I've got to get in Billie Jean King at, at, at least at the bare minimum because there's so many great women athletes here. But what had what she's been able to do for for sports? And for our country, it, it's just been amazing. But she was, you know, born and raised in, in Long Beach, California, just south of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. got her first tennis racket. I believe that if I remember the article correctly, I believe the cost was nine dollars for that maroon tennis racket. And that's wow. how it started on the public courts of Long Beach. And, huh. you know, and then, of course, I mean. We've got them all in in, in tennis men and women. Um, and then the Williams sisters, though Serena was born in Michigan, of course, the the Williams sisters made their mark in California growing up in Compton, California, uh, near Los Angeles. So um yeah, i I would say I would say the Olympics, um again, it's it's something so special. And the whole world's watching. And you have these athletes that come out of nowhere to record personal bests. There's so much human interest behind it. Um, It's a real special time. So yeah. That's what I would say.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, that, that's a great answer. Great answer. I, I mean, there are so many different things that, that are eye-catching in there. And I found found myself, uh, you know, it's a fun book. And it's not a book that you have to sit down and read cover to cover, w- but you can. But you, I found myself a you know, good answer. As soon as I got in there, and said, oh, these are by dates. Of course, one thing, you go to your birthday. And uh, my birthday was in there. I, I read that. And, I, you know, I went oh, to some other. Oh, well, that's good. They, <laughs> Went to some other some other day you had quite a bit on my birthday my, my birthday is oh. december 1st and you had quite a bit on there so which was interesting so uh i i enjoyed that and i jumped around to some other dates you know that i i Uh, that i know as a sports historian to you know see what was going on there and i i I was delighted by doing it and you know so it's it's a it's a good read for uh, almost uh you know a casual reader to somebody that's going to be down and serious and go cover to cover so that's the kind of books that are really interesting you can attract uh, both of those so uh we we appreciate uh, what you did there
1: um well yeah thank you thank you because I wanted to make it the kind of a book where you could just pop in, uh, and skip around. Um, and you don't have to read it in, in a progression. There's so many different stories. Um, I mean, we got weightlifting. We've got ice skating. We've got curling, curling. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but hey, America, America's largest curling center west of Fargo, North Dakota is in los angeles so i mean really oh yes curling's a big deal it, you know you
0: I, can, I read the i read can, the part on curling and and it's, I, this, hot. When,
1: it's hot in it, california why would these people be doing winter sports <laughs> you know what i mean
0: but it, we got, it, we, that, we, we that got, one really caught my eye because i'm i'm you know just a lake away from the canadian border so we we get quite well, a bit of uh, growing up before cable tv we got cable reception from ontario canada down here so we got to see curling all the time on our our tv oh, so yeah. we're accustomed to that along with you know hockey night canada but i would all not right. think of
1: california as being a place of curling and that's that's interesting curling, that's that right and, and and ice hockey is you know a field hockey but you know the ice hockey was introduced up in san francisco but i mean we've had a, a long history of hockey in the state of california And we're producing more hockey players. So um, there you go. It doesn't yeah, make there's...
2: sense.
0: <laughs> well, but it does when you think about the climate and all the, diff- all the different climates that, that California brings to, to people that live there and, and visit. So uh, very, very enjoyable. So, Dan, uh, really appreciate you, you taking this time to, to help uh, you know, tell us about your book and celebrate sports of California. And let's, let's give the listeners one more time the title and where they can purchase the book at.
1: Okay. Uh, the title is uh, California Sports Astounding, and the uh, book is available at Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Also at my website, CaliforniaSportsAstounding.com. dot com.
0: All right, and. His name is Dan Cisco, and uh, you know everybody. Let's go to those one of those avenues and uh, get his book, and because I think you're really going to enjoy it, and it's uh, great to have in your collection, and you'll learn a lot from it, uh, just like I did. So, Dan, thank you very much for for joining us here today, and uh, telling us about great California sports.
1: Okay, yeah, thanks a lot for having me. Great, enjoyed it.